Welcome to the Next Greatest Thing podcast, powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. This podcast is a place where we come together with electric experts and dedicated operators to discuss current co-op events, leading-edge technologies, and communicate with AVECC members. We are Arkansas Valley Electric, changing the communities we serve. Hello, and welcome to The Next Greatest Thing, a podcast powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. Today, we are getting to know Wes English, the superintendent of the Pacola District Office. How are you doing this morning, Wes? Doing great. How are you? Good. Were you excited about this podcast this morning? (laughs) A little nervous, but yeah. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. You are fairly new to the Pacola District, correct? Yes. When did you start at with your duties as superintendent? Um, the beginning of December. And then Kelly Jones, who was the superintendent before me, he trained me for a month, and his last day was December 30th. And so I've had it since then. And you moved from the Waldron District. Yes, I worked for Waldron District. Uh, I lived in Greenwood. I was the um, Sebastian County serviceman. I worked out of the house for response time and I did all the service work, outages, and on call, you know, 24-7. And um, it just basically, I'm right there in the heart of my area, so I can be anywhere, you know, pretty quick, and they don't have to send a truck from Waldron. And so it saves an hour, you know, with me being there. Right. So from what I understand, Pecola handles the Greenwood district like the Greenwood area, but does Waldron also do like the other side of Greenwood? We have everything divided by substations. So like the West end of Greenwood is fed from the Hackett sub, you know, towards the Walmart Supercenter. So Pecola has that. And then everything back East uh, is Waldron. And then Waldron runs um, like the Hartford sub. So I had the East end of Greenwood, Hartford, Mansfield, all that area, and back towards Boonville, so. Okay. You got to got to know your, yeah, know your way it around. Gets, it gets confusing. Now, when I first started up here, I had all of Hackett and all the way to Rye Hill. I had pretty much all of Sebastian County, but they divided it up over the years. There used to be two or three guys that work, you know, service work for Sebastian County. Now, it was just me, so they kind of lightened my load a little bit, and. But I did pick up the the Hartford sub, which, you know, it's a, it's a smaller sub, but just a lot of rural area. So I'm pretty spread out, but not near as many meters as I used to have. Right. Emily and I actually uh, visited the Hartford sub not mm-hmm. too long ago. Uh, the Wave Rural Connect guys are working on getting that hut prepared. Right. For yep. the zone opening. Yep. People are excited. Yeah. Yep. It's a beautiful area down in there. It, it really is, with the mountains, Sugarloaf, and Poto on the other side. It's, yeah. It's really pretty. Absolutely. Well, how long have you worked for Arkansas Valley Electric? For almost 24 years. 24 years. Yeah. Wow. I started when I was 19 years old. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, why did you want to become a lineman? My old foreman uh, was one of my best friend's stepdad, and... I was uh, I was going to school at uh, Arkansas Tech University, and I was in one day for the weekend, and I got to talking. We called him Wooby. His name was Mike Rogers. <laughs> and um, anyways, I, he asked me how school was going, and I basically said, it, it's fine, you know, I'm working nights and going to school during the day, but I, 
it's not it's not for me, you know. I'd like to do something else. And he said, why don't you go on down to Arkansas Valley and put in an application? And I never even thought of it. And went and talked to Jim Lee, my old boss, and uh, he called me two days later and offered me a job. And wow. my parents were excited. I got to come back to Waldron, and it's been good. So you're from Waldron? Yes. Okay. Okay, I wasn't for sure if you were from Waldron or from Greenwood. Yeah, I, uh, I'm from Waldron, and then I worked there till I started in '99, and then in '06 I took the Greenwood, uh, okay, the Greenwood uh, serviceman job. So to be able to come back to your hometown and serve at an establishment mm-hmm. and at a, at a company that's that's been there for years, mm-hmm. that was kind of kind of special. Yeah, it was. It really was, and knew the area, knew a lot of the people, and. So you never looked back? No, no. I was <laughs> I was happy, you know. I, I, like I said, I never thought before of, you know, ever being a lineman. And I love it, you know. It's it's a rewarding job. It's exciting, you know. It's it's just every day is something different. Right. And and we, we talked to some linemen, and, and that's, what they, that's what they say they like about it is they're doing some of the same tasks mm-hmm. every day, but in a different way in a different way, in a different location for a different purpose. Mm -hmm. And no, no day is ever the same. No, no. Even after, you know, 24 years, I always run into something new or learn something new. It's never the same. So, Well, talk to me a little bit about your journey in the past 24 years of working for the cooperative. So you started out as an An apprentice, an apprentice lineman. Uh Yeah. I started off as an apprentice and I was just, I was probably a six-year, seven-year rookie there at Waldron, and I uh, went on the construction crews, uh, building overhead line. I would help Reggie Owens on um, underground. He was our underground foreman. We were putting in all that uh, underground at Riley Farms when it was brand new. I'd go, uh, I'd run the digger truck quite a bit and had my dynamite license and Get to blast holes. That was pretty exciting. And I didn't really know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, is that common for linemen to have? Um, we we don't do it a lot now. The they everything dynamite wise, it comes from Ozark. So if we need to blast a hole, you know, we we call them. But interesting. Back then, we there was two of us, me and my cousin that works at Waldron Office, Travis Moore. We both had our license. And okay, we know Travis. Yep, we've yep. we've uh, interviewed Travis. Yep, he's my first cousin. Okay. Yep. He's been there about two years longer than me. So, and. Uh, Anyways, we would pull duty. We'd have uh, five to six week duty rotations, and you know, on call all the time, working outages, and and I I just kind of bounced around because I was I was the low man, and if uh, servicemen needed a pole climbed or anything, I would go with him. So I just kind of did a little bit of everything before I moved to Greenwood. And then, so you transitioned, when you moved to Greenwood, you transitioned into a serviceman. Yes. And what, how does a serviceman differ from like an apprentice lineman or journeyman lineman? What, what kind of duties well, are those? Well, you, you know, you're supposed to be a journeyman lineman where you can do everything. And, you know, your duties are a little, a little bit of everything. It's, it's, they also call it maintenance, you know, you're getting outages and you're fixing lights, street lights and trimming trees, cutting trees down, 
you know, all the outages, all non-payments, um, connects, disconnects, just a little bit. You do a little bit of everything. And on slow days, I would go help the uh, construction boys or they might send me a job to do and just, uh, just a little bit of everything. Well, now that you are the superintendent of the Pecola District, mm-hmm. what does that entail for you now? You mean like my duties? Or, yeah. Okay. Well, I kind of organize everything in the back, you know, as far as the service work. From I have one serviceman. We're, we've got two journeymen here at, at Pecola and uh, a whole bunch of young guys. But um, basically, I organize um, the service work and, you know, try to send him help and um, I schedule our work orders and order material and uh, make sure the guys have everything that they need to do the jobs and, you know, material and trucks are serviced and everything's running right and, you know, keep inventory of poles and transformers and, and just just pretty much do everything, you know, work-related in the back, so, and dispatch outages and just kind of, I got several different tasks that I that I keep up with, so it's a lot different from me being on, on this side, you know. Right. One of my biggest struggles and still struggling with is uh, the computer side of it. <laughs> you know, we, I got fairly good with my iPad when I was a serviceman. I got all my work on the iPad, but you know, as far as the computer side, I'm still I'm still learning, but I've got plenty of help here. Brandy and Christina and Mark, they help me out a lot. So, so you're more office based now. Yes. Than out yes. in the field. Yes, I do crew checks, and like I said, since we only have uh, two journeymen here, I I go out and occasionally and get an outage, or if if Matt needs another journeyman or something, I'll I'll go help them. But and most of the time, I'm I'm here, so. So you kind of get the little bit of the best of both worlds. You're, right. you're in the office, you get to get to work here, but mm-hmm. on occasion you still get to go out yeah, and I get to be take with the guys. Field trips here and there. So, but yeah. Well, how do you believe your job impacts Arkansas Valley as a whole? Just being organized and, like I said, keeping the guys with all the material and everything they need, um, making sure everybody's working safe. Um, you know, it's kind of like spokes in the wheel. Um, everybody's job is important and it takes everybody to keep the wheel rolling. So, you know, and like I said, just making sure they're safe and, and they have what they need and, and try to keep morale up. You know, there's time to be serious and then there's a time for us to have a good time. So That's understandable. If there's one thing about your job that you want members to know about what it's like to work for Arkansas Valley Electric... What would that be? Well, I'd like for the members to know that, you know, we, we care about the members. We care about the community because we are part of the community. You know, we we live here, too, and we are also customers. And, you know, we, we really do care. And keeping the lights on, keeping the power on is a big priority for us. And, you know, um, sometimes people get upset with the power company. You know, they think it's taking too long or or whatever, but our main goal is to keep the power on. It, there's times where, you know, there's um, accidents or, you know, trees, storms, whatever, and we have certain safety protocol that we have to do, you know, and to get the lights on, you know, 
it's not just a magic switch that you can go hit and and turn everything back on we 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 have you know lots of safety rules now and and every rule has been paid for in blood you know there's a reason for it and my main goal is to make sure my guys go home to their families every day and so you know sometimes it may take just a little bit longer to do it safely but but uh, we we do care, and and it's our main priority is safety and and um, keeping the members happy and keeping the lights on. So, absolutely. Well, you you bring up a, a kind of a relevant point right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're recording this first uh, of February, so we are just now getting some warmer weather than what mm-hmm. we've experienced the last couple of weeks. Right. How did that winter storm affect the Pecola? district there was a lot of outages and there was you know several broke poles and like i said with just having two journeymen we just kind of split it up um you know we run part oklahoma and arkansas so matt larimore he's uh, my foreman he's been here the same amount of time as me we actually went to all our lineman schools together big buddy of mine so he took half the crew and they worked everything in arkansas and then Kyle Kramers, he's my other journeyman. He's a five-year guy. He's actually my serviceman. He took the other half and and just, you know, working outages and, and getting the big stuff on first, and then then you could kind of spread out and start working the singles. And but anyways, they did they did a great job, and they uh, luckily with these new iPads, we can look at outages and see what's off and see what's priority and. And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes people, you know, they may be out of power a little bit longer because they're the only one off, you know, and we're trying to trying to get the substations on and then three phase and then, you know, start getting to the littler outages. But but it it works good. We've definitely learned over the years. You know, I I started in 99 in the summer of 99. And then six months later, we had the big ice storm of 2000. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I thought, oh, goodness, what have I got myself <laughs> into? Because it was, you know, two or three months of hard work. And, and we learned a lot and called in help. And we've, we've gotten good with the ice storms. And I've gone to help other co-ops uh, several times with ice storms. And I've been down to, you know, Alabama, Louisiana, and Florida with hurricanes. We went down and worked Katrina and Rita and we've worked several tornadoes, so we, we've we've gotten we've gotten pretty good at all the storm damage and everything. So, what's the hardest restoration you've ever done? Probably the ice storm of two thousand. Really? Yes, because we weren't prepared for that, and you know back then the lines weren't as good. Right away wasn't as good. And we had thousands of broke poles. I mean, it just crippled us. And, you know, we, ever since then, um, right away has been a huge priority. You know, changing out lots of poles, reconductoring to, you know, from the copper lines to the aluminum, you know, it's uh, stronger lines. And, um, you know, we, we learned a lot from that storm. And now that we're doing the wave, the fiber, we're changing out thousands more poles. And so Arkansas Valley, you know, there's their lines, our system is in really, really good shape, a lot better than it's ever been. So That's so awesome to know. And, I mean, everybody was affected, it seemed like, 
throughout the district mm-hmm. with the snow right. um, the last week of January. But the ice storm, we got lucky, mm-hmm. you know, of next the, the next week. Right. We got really lucky. We Southern did. Arkansas did not get so lucky. Right. In fact, we, the Ozark District sent a few guys down this morning at 6 a.m. Right. Yep. Um, to head down to CNL Cooperative, mm-hmm. I believe. Yep. yep, I sent two guys this morning with them. Really? Yep. And we, we feel for those guys, and we hope that they get their power back on as, as soon as possible. I have never asked anybody this in an interview, but I'm, I'm curious. So you're, you're going to be the first. Okay. Ever since I started working for the cooperative, I cannot take a road trip without looking at looking electric at, lines. Yep. Yep. I used to kind of get annoyed when they were in the background of my pictures. <laughs> and now I'm looking for lines to take pictures of. Right. What is it like for you taking a road trip across country? Oh, I'm the same one, you know. <laughs> I, I see how other companies frame their poles and, and are, you know, we'll be taking a road trip and my wife's laughing at me because I'm like, oh, they need to cut that pine down. It's That's going to fall and break a pole, you know. And, but, yeah, I'm constantly looking up too. So, so you're looking up, but you're also educating those in the vehicle with you. Mm-hmm. Whether they like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. I understand that. I see I'm commenting on it, but there's no education happening. I have absolutely <laughs> no idea any of those details. Maybe someday. Yeah. Maybe someday there I'll learn go. more. Yeah, yeah. Every every day is a new day to yeah. learn something. I'm always troubleshooting the lines. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I I thought that would be the answer. Yeah. And I'm gonna say that's the answer for pretty much everybody in the electric. Oh yeah, yeah. And we'll you know, we'll be driving O G and E lines or Swepco lines, you know, in the area and we know guys, servicemen that work in those areas, and it's not uncommon to call up your buddy and say, hey, you know, you, <laughs> you've got a cross-arm brace broke over here, you know. Oh, <laughs> they do the nice. same for us. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, can you, can you tell an Arkansas Valley Electric line just by looking at it? Yes. Yep, just by the framing. Really? Yep. So what can we be looking out for? Uh, if you really want to know, they, they've got the little yellow tag at the bottom with the pole number on it. Well, now it's time for questions to get to know you a little bit better. Just you as a person outside the co-op. Okay. So our number one question, and we ask this with everybody, what is your favorite work snack? My favorite work snack? Well, I've always got my Dr. Pepper Zeros. Okay. And probably beef jerky or summer sausage, something like that. I've got the refrigerator right here, so I've, I've got it stocked with snacks. <laughs> so you're you're a savory guy. You're not a sweets guy. Well, yeah. You, you, I'm a late-night sweets guy. <laughs> <laughs> my One of my other questions was um, whether you were a Waldron Bulldog or a Greenwood Bulldog. I, I have converted. I, I'll always really? be Waldron Bulldog at heart, you know, but... You know, my oldest son, he started in third grade, you know, Walter, or excuse me, Greenwood Pee Wee football. And I'm, I'm a Greenwood fan now. I, I, I still root for Waldron, but we're different conferences. and So they so, never play? No. Okay. Oh, no, no. So, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a Greenwood fan. My boy, okay. you know, he's seventh grade now. And, uh, yeah, and then watching Greenwood football is fun. You know, we go to all the 
senior high games, and it's it's fun to watch because they win. <laughs> yeah, Greenwood's pretty good. Yeah, let's yep. let's be honest. Yeah, my boys' seventh grade team they went undefeated. They were they awesome. were ten and zero. Yeah, awesome. They were, they were awesome in Pee Wee's. Won the fifth grade by state championship, and it's it's fun. So does he only play football, or does he play other sports? Or when, is... when he was younger, he did. But as soon as football started, he was—he's kind of like me. He was done with the rest, and he's all about football. I think he's going to outgrow me too. So. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. My youngest son, Landon, he's—he's uh, he's in band, and he also wrestles. So awesome! Yep, he's a sixth grader. Wow! So, so you got two sons. Yep, and I have a foster daughter, Bailey. She's thirteen. She's in eighth grade. So, wow. Yeah. You're going to school events every single night of the week, aren't We've you? We've got something going on all the time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's never a dull moment. So. I understand that. Okay. I'm just going to have to ask this, and this is the last question. Okay. What are your feelings on weed eaters? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, this, this one weed eater... <laughs> My wife made me Facebook famous, so. So, for, for the listeners, would you care to set the scene for us? Okay. This has been probably three or four years ago, and um, I'd got me a new weed eater, and it was a Ryobi. I'd had the same steel weed eater for 15 years, and I finally just wore it out. So, I went cheap, and I got me a Ryobi, and using it, started having trouble with it. And um, I'd been in the garage working on it for about 30 minutes, and it was very hot that day, and I was getting irritated. Well, a few weeks before, we had installed new security cameras. Lucky you. Yeah, and I forgot all about it. So (laughs) I step outside of the garage and just to get some air, and I forget that the camera is right on me. And I'm already frustrated with this weed eater, so I'm cranking on it some more. I finally had enough. I slammed it on the ground and drop kicked it. <laughs> yeah. Come in the house a little while later, wife and kids are laughing at me, and I'm wondering, what what did I do now? And uh, they showed me the video. And so, yeah, so she put that on Facebook, and phone goes to blowing up. You need to borrow <laughs> a weed eater, you know. Oh, so, but, yeah, that, that's been circulating for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> did did you get a new weed eater? Uh, no, I just bought some Roundup and <laughs> <laughs> went a completely different direction. That's right. And I actually did get me a uh, lithium weed eater, so. <laughs> That's but funny. mainly I Roundup now, so just it helps my blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, since I drop kicked the weed eater, I put it in the garage and I haven't touched it, since, so I'm done with it. Who's so. ever liked to weed eat anyway? No. So if you if anybody's looking for a weed eater, I'll make you a super deal on it. So Awesome. Call Wes at the Pecola office. Yeah. Well, Wes, thank you so much for joining us today and taking time out of your busy thank day you. to chat with us. We've, we've enjoyed it. Oh, me too. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, it's been really fun um, to get to know more about you and your position and um, what makes Arkansas Valley Electric a special place to work. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Well, Everyone, we hope you enjoyed, and until next time. Thank you for listening to The Next Greatest Thing, powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. Make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MyEnergyAVECC. 
visit our website at www.abecc.com. We hope to see you down the line.